0: 2021 has become the year of the Great Resignation. From Amazon to Zappos, from the corner shop to the biggest employers. So how do you deal with this huge challenge and motivate your staff to stick around rather than jump ship? Well, hello, Heidi. Hello, Brent. Hello, hello. Hi. So what should I be doing to to keep my employees? Why are they even considering leaving in the first place? There
1: was a wonderful headline recently on Vox that was, the world as we know it is ending. Why are we still at work? I'd say that captures (laughs) a lot of how most people are feeling right about
0: now. So are they off to bigger and better things or are they just off? traveling the world or are they off to sit on the couch and watch the Kardashians? What, what's happening?
2: I think there are a lot of different things and we talked about shambles a couple of weeks ago but I, I do believe there are a lot of things in play. One of them is there are a lot of jobs and opportunity out there. So if you can get a dollar an hour more for your labor, you'll probably change jobs and go get that dollar an hour more. Does that mean If you decided to give them a dollar an hour more, will they stay? Not necessarily. The grass is always greener on the other side of the hill.
1: And I, I think that, you know, I jokingly said the world as we know it is ending. Why are we still at work? I think what underlies that statement is a feeling of does my work have any meaning? Does it matter if I show up or not? Right,
0: right. Am I valued?
1: Yeah. Does anyone care that I show up? And that's something that isn't covered by a dollar an hour more. That's something very fundamental about how you organize your workplace, how you establish the
0: culture and how you treat people. And was it COVID that brought about this great reflection, do you think? Or do you think it was bubbling away beforehand and that was just the, the sort of the moment?
2: I think it's been brewing for a while because people have realized that there are many more opportunities to excel in life than just work. And I think there's a shift towards I want to work somewhere that has meaning and gives me meaning and makes me feel good about what I'm doing. And people are starting to look more for that in their employment. It's not just about the benefits and it's In America, it should be about the benefits, but it's not just about the benefits. It's about, am I going to an organization that reflects my values and that I can feel
1: engaged with, and are they paying me a good wage? I I think that we often short-sell the idea of what does it mean to be a good employer, and we're very reductive, and think that it comes down to what's your salary well, yes, you should be able to be paid a salary that has dignity. But that being said, after you have a salary that you can live on and with dignity, and Dan Price has really proved this with his work, there are a lot of other things that are essential. Do you listen to my feedback? Do you care whether I produce quality work? Do I have ways to creatively contribute? Years ago, one of the big benefits to working at Google was that you could spend 20% of your time pursuing a pet project. So you were expected to be 80% billable. And then you could be working on Google Glasses or you could be working on some other crackers project.
0: You could be entrepreneurial. Yes. With all the health benefits and your wage and your holidays intact.
1: Yeah. And th- Great idea. That is a much more inspiring and meaningful benefit than Pizza Fridays. No detriment to pizza. I love pizza as much as the next person. But <laughs> truly, I don't know when we started to think that the only value you can give people at the workplace is pizza, bagels, or a salary.
2: Yeah, well, and if you look around the world, people are being creative. New Zealand has gone to a four-day work week. The New Zealand government and companies have followed suit with that because they realized that people were more engaged at work when they had more time for their family and for themselves. So that's one way of doing it is can you modify the benefit and the work structure to give people that meaning? and allow them to have that.
0: They so were those employees then more focused for the four days they were at work? And more productive.
1: More productive.
0: Yeah.
2: More productive. Yeah. yeah, which is what they saw, and they wanted to monitor that to make sure that this just wasn't a pandemic effect.
1: And I, I think that there's something fundamental in the idea that human beings want to work. We want our existence to matter. I was watching something on Japanese TV that was interviewing people who had made it out of homelessness in Japan. And the person was saying, It feels so good to have a job because what I do has purpose. And every single human is looking for that. At the same time, we're cooked. You can't go to the grocery store without making three risk analysis decisions. <laughs> oh, should I order this online? Could I order it to pick up at the drive through Could I instead? How many masks do I wear? Is it Tuesday? Do we have sunspots? <laughs> People are exhausted from that. And that level of exhaustion, you have like these competing, on the one hand, I want to contribute. I want to be part of a work community. I want to do something that has dignity. On the other hand, I'm a little crispy around the edges. Maybe got a little bit going on. Maybe a little high (laughs) Well, and,
2: And should you have to work two jobs to make a living? Absolutely not. There's recently, we won't use General Mills again, but there's recently a food manufacturer that their employees are unionized. and They went on strike. They could not negotiate a deal so they're all being replaced and fired which i don't recommend that which is just it it's insane that that is the answer of employers well i will just get someone else and you, i'm not going to pay you what you deserve i'll find someone else to do it
0: for you as a, as a shareholder of that company I'd be very worried about that decision, yeah. about bringing in X number of employees and training them all up. Is we going to see a dip in production? You know, that, How much is that retooling, retraining going to cost? Yeah. As a shareholder of the company, I would be questioning that decision. Yeah, There's a high
2: risk also. It's, it's how many definite, accidents are you going to have because it's production?
1: Yeah, it's wow. the definition of a lose-lose decision. The other end of the spectrum is that Nike, Bumble, couple others, I can't remember, have said to people, we all need a week's vacation. Everyone goes home for a week. We're just taking a few days off. We all need the time off. And they've done that so that it's not punitive if you choose to say, I need more time for my mental health, because everyone's on vacation. You're not going to come back to a 300 email stack in your inbox, you're coming back to everyone's been away because we all need that peace. That's the other end. You can fire them all or you could give everyone a week's vacation.
0: So looking at it from, you know, to be devil's advocate for a moment, there are those that are saying, well, all these people are just too lazy. They've all gone home. They just don't want to work. They're all on welfare. Um, there's no credibility to that argument that I can see, you know?
2: No, no. All of those myths have been disproven repeatedly.
1: And I think it's just sour grapes. Yeah, I, I think it's people not willing to take accountability for what they have contributed to a work environment that is inhumane.
2: And I do feel bad for people that have been working for minimum wage and it has not changed in a decade.
0: Yeah, I do.
2: Prices have gone up significantly in the last decade. Everything's and, gone up. Yeah. And yes, people will argue, well, they should they should have gone and got educated to get a better job. That is not for everyone. Our minimum wage in this country is dismal. Absolutely. And that's why many cities and states are taking it upon themselves to change the minimum wage, because the federal government is not doing it. New York City it's it's I think it's ten twenty-five now, or something. Right. An hour in the city here.
0: If you're a working person in the United States, you should be able to afford food on the table, a roof over your head, some sort of form of transport. At full stop. Whatever the job is that you do,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, yeah. and the size of that roof over your head, you know, is relevant to what you may have earned. If you've gone off and got a university education, blah blah blah. But if you have not you should be entitled. You're not entitled. That's the wrong word. You should be able to able through through the fruits of your labor to be able to afford those basic essentials in the wealthiest country on the planet yeah well,
2: well that, let's go back is... let's go back to henry ford and henry ford said i wanted the vehicle to be affordable by everybody even the people building it
0: yeah so he was paying his workers it was a five dollars a day yeah you know and he was criticized for it by yeah. other business leaders because of course he was setting a New president. Yes. He was criticized for it. But how could those from the in the 1970s, I think, when um, Ford automated one of their lines, I think it was a conversation between the shop steward and one of the higher management. The manager said, uh, let's see one of these goes on, go on strike, to which the shop steward said, yeah, let's see one of these buy what they're making.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Well, it goes back to the idea of what is dignity and work and we should have enough respect for the labor of anyone that if you work a full week, you can afford the basics of life. That is not luxury, that is dignity.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And we all want to be valued in what we spend so much of our lives doing. We do. And and I'm quite excited about the movement and the courage of people to say, enough's enough, I'm gonna go and find something else. Because not everyone can make that jump.
1: I think that where we're at is it falls to organizations right now to figure out how you make your place a dignified space to work through offering a better culture and a better environment so that you do not end up with your staff resigning.
0: Well, thank you so much for that uh, uh, insight. What can we look forward to in the next episode?
1: I think we're going to tease on this topic a little bit more, but we're going to look at it from the idea of structuring your organization, building the roles, building the work, so that you can have a job that you want to do.
0: Excellent. We need creative managers, creative business leaders
1: or business consultants who just happen to specialize in organizational design. Just Oh, happened. yeah. I, I
0: think I know a couple of those. They're very good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Heidi and Brent. And I look forward to seeing you next week. All see you, right, next we'll see week. you
2: next week. See you next week.